Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sandwich Radio slowly filling up Zoe's wank bank. Yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Shut Up a Second. I'm Jackson Bailey. I'm Zoe Bellotta. I'm Joel Dusha. And I'm George DiMorellos. Today's topic is talking animal movies, but not animated ones, ones like Homeward Bound. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! But not, I'm talking with a man's voice. <laughs> I'm a dog, but also a real dog. I'm a <laughs> dog, animated. but also Tim Allen. The shaggy <laughs> dog. Um, If you... Um, we're an animal. Well, okay, maybe bad question. Choose an animal, mm-hmm. and then choose the kind of voice that animal will have. I'm gonna say bulldog, and it's gonna talk like a guy from the Bronx, because all bulldogs talk like they're a guy from the Bronx in the world of talking animal movies. You know what I mean? Yep. Poodles are always French. Poodles are always French and sexy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in talking dog movies, all the dogs want to fuck poodles. Yeah, like fact. It, it is established that dogs are the poodles are the most fuckable dog. Not dogs are the sexiest. <laughs> it is established that of all I'm the like animals, like in real life, <laughs> I want to fuck. Dogs are up there. No, but poodles, the sexiest dog. Prove fact. otherwise, you can't. I want a pug voiced by Nick Offerman. Oh, oh, that's yes, that would be so good. Yeah. I think um, John Mulaney at the start of his latest yeah. special, like he's got his own little French bulldog there and he's just like, its name is Petunia and it's real cute. And it's like, wish me luck, Petunia. And then it's just got this old French woman that smoked too many cigarettes <laughs> just being like, you'll die soon. <laughs> and it's just, I was like, that's the voice a French bulldog would it, have. Yeah, that's true. That's a good, that's a good voice for a French bulldog right there. What does a French bulldog look like? Remind me. They're, they're little. They they're like small as pugs. Yeah, but they have a big head. But they're big heads. They're real white. cute. That's awesome. I don't know. I'll, I'll get up. A I think. Do you know what a Boston Terrier looks like? Because they look very similar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that in talking dog movies, that there are certain. Uh, this is something I've had in my head for a while. <laughs> we have awake at night. <laughs> yeah, it does. We have dog stereotypes. With oh yeah, I know that dog. That's kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's an old French lady. I know what they look like. Oh, just <laughs> helping you one, out. Yeah. But yeah, don't you I think was we? There. <laughs> don't you think we have dog stereotypes? Like there are good dogs and bad dogs in our brain. Like a golden retriever is a protagonist always. Yeah. Same it's with a beagle. So friendly. <laughs> yeah, but like, but a great dane, bad villain. guy, villain. Any dog with not much hair, villain. German shepherd. German's always a bad guy. Yeah. So. It's yeah. always Although, a tiny Nazi dog. Yeah. German shepherds are big. It's a big Nazi dog. Yeah. German I know what a German Shepherd yeah. looks like. Do you? It doesn't sound like you do. <laughs> Zoe, recall Rob a German Shepherd. as well, probably. Zoe, Zoe, think of a German has got pointy face. That's a good callback. Um, <laughs> and and uh, whatever the fluffy dog is, he's always an idiot. You know that dog? He's got like fluff in his eyes. Yeah. We see that dog and we're like, you fucking stupid shit. <laughs> I don't know why. I would want what are those big dogs with the rolls. Oh, uh, you mean a Sharpay? Is that a Sharpay? I think of Sharpay's. 
don't know. Am I thinking of a lot of looking up of dogs in this thing? Oh, it's going to be a dog looking up heavy up. No, we should be like all animals. Everyone, take this moment to open Google and stretch those fingers, fellas, because you're going to be Googling a lot of dogs. Dogs have a lot more range than any other animal in terms of look. Yeah, but it's those things about dogs. I noticed this because I worked in a calendar store over Christmas. And we sold animal calendars. We had like a whole wall devoted to dogs. We had half a shelf for cats. Well, it's because cats don't have as much variation. Cats That's... don't sell. <laughs> cats don't sell, Zoe. Dogs are the hot tech. Yeah. Because you, are... you call a dog a cat and it's fine. You can't call a cat a dog. People are like, bullshit. You can call a dog a cat? He's yeah, you can. A dog a cat. What? Where is that reference? <laughs> Guys, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I was I was going to say that it was really weird because because the people who who love dogs enough to want a calendar about yeah. dogs would come in and they're like, I need this specific breed, mm, true, in this specific color. Someone being like, Where are your cat calendars? I'm like, What kind of cats? And they're like, Do you have any goofy looking ones? And I'd be like, Here are cats in space. But that's because <laughs> that's good. I got that calendar. It's awesome. <laughs> but that's because with dogs, you get shit like a Sharpe. Yeah, and they're like, You don't have like this... a Sharpe, like a weird, wrinkly cat. No, I, you totally I, do, don't you? Isn't it like skinless those, cat like in the, uh, the, yeah, the yeah. Skinless, skinless cat? Okay, that's... Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't no, want to talk about my weekend. Because <laughs> there is there's the, the, the furless cats, which yeah. are the. Oh, Whatever they're called. Zamet loves them. Uh, Sphinx? Sphinx? Pick, no, Piccanese. No. Sphinx. 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 No. Sphinx. Yeah, and then there's the Ukrainian Sphinx, which is a Sphinx cat, but with its face mushed in. Awesome. It's real cool. Like, yeah. I want that cat because it looks like a dragon. That is good. My cat, when I got my cat, I, I adopted it from a shelter and then. They were like, do you want to know what kind of breed it is? And I was like, it's orange. <laughs> it's, and then, and then, because I needed it to fill in the forms. And I was like, actually, what breed is it? And they're like, mm, it's a short haired cat. And that was it. That was the breed. Was it, it was short haired cat. Whereas with dogs, and like, I'm not, I'm not in either party. I like pigs. So I'm not fighting for anything. <laughs> this is going to be another cat's V dogs. But I've actually found out recently that I'm a cat. I'm more of a cat guy. Which oh. was a big shock. You've got an ally, uh, Zoe. It's I okay. Never, I never thought of it. People are wrong the... often. <laughs> well, no, like, I'm neither. Uh, but uh, my, uh... <laughs> I'm neither, but I'm a cat man. Yeah. But I've realized because of the ease of taking care of a cat. That's the, oh, the they're huge so, plus. They're yeah, so they so just anything. run away. It's easy. They're just your neighbors wild take animals. care of them. They just wild animals that happen to be situated around your house. They just want you to feed them and then to be left alone. My cat is not. My cat's a little mama's boy because I raised him to be that. <laughs> Had him since he was a kitten. I didn't put him down for the first three months. I got real used to being held. So you're like, I didn't put him down. For the, like, I didn't kill him on purpose him. for the three No, I just, I just wouldn't let him go. He was constantly held, so he got real used to being mm. like this baby. And I, he, like now he's big and fat, and I hold him like a baby, and he's yeah. just like, mm, feed me. So that is good. That's like pigs, just, though. Let's talk about pigs. Well, no, just on that point, though, like, as in, I've actually had the opposite situation because, like, I don't know, my family generally is just not the kind that yeah. we pick up. Like, they pet Cats, but we don't really pick them up and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So we've developed this cat over like a few years now to be really uncomfortable with getting picked up. <laughs> so it's like, and like I'm Greek background, whatever. So it's like it's turned into like this stubborn, stiff Greek cat that yeah. doesn't want to be touched or anything. Like my yaya's cat enjoy is the exact same. She's like my yaya won't pick her up. And then I come over and I'm like, oh my god, Tiger! And I like try and pick her up, and Tiger will just like scratch me and then run away. And my ear's like, if you just sit, she'll come sit next. Yeah, that's it. That's all you expect. Yeah. Like that's what they turn into. Just they're not touchy feely at all. Like as in, yeah. It's like no, <laughs> no one picks me up. It's, it's just because it's, it's small man syndrome with their pants. A dog was the same as well. Sorry. Pigs would be rednecks, by the way. All pigs should be voiced yes, by rednecks. Yes, they should though. I or, love pigs, and I'm into that. Or Russians. 
Yeah. yeah. Pretty much any kind of like extreme, I think a pig would like a chav pig. Oh, awesome. No, not a chav, like a no, like I'm a gross a chav pig. I don't feel like a pig who's like, all right, mate, come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or a glass of That voice would go with anything. <laughs> that's great. I want a pig that's like, oh, you're doing. That's how a pig should talk, I reckon. <laughs> What's your favorite talking animal movie that's Cat- not animated? Uh, cats and Dogs. Cats and Dogs? It's got Jeff Goldblum in it's it. It's got Jeff Goldblum in it. Playing Jeff Goldblum. He's not just voicing one of the act- like voicing one of the animals. He is Jeff Goldblum. But he's he's a character. Yeah. He's not he's like, a, he's not in just Cats and Dogs, Goldblum, Jeff like... Goldblum, the actor, main character. <laughs> yeah. He's playing the dad of the family... Mm-hmm. That owns the dog, which is the hero. Yeah, who is a beagle? Who is a beagle? Talk about dog stereotypes. Yeah. Um, and at one point, Jeff Goblin does like a little rap. He does. It's it's not like it's like a little team spirit. He's <laughs> so excited to when you hear that. <laughs> he, oh my and god! And it's and it's forever been stuck in my head since Can I, I hear saw it? this movie. And it's like the the kid plays soccer, and Jeff Goblin's like, "We're gonna be there mm. to support you." And he's like, in his Jeff Goblin yeah. way, was like, "Our team is red hot." Your teammate, doodly squat. And he sings that for a little bit. Like, yeah. that's the two lines that's of the song. That's pretty good. So far, and so I'm just good. Like, I like what I'm hearing. Yeah. yeah no. That's amazing. Yeah, it's great. That movie is 10 out of 10 A plus Overwatch every night. I'd In Cats to... and Dogs, a spy cat has poop within a sphere that it, it's like, it's like dog, it's like tactical dog shit. Yeah. That it takes out to get the hero beagle in trouble. Let's talk about that for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> is it synthetic? Where did they get it? Why? Maybe it's just cat poop that they've pushed together to look like big dog poop. There has to be a lot of cat poop. I mean, maybe. Cats poop a lot, man. I have a cat and he shits so much. <laughs> God, that's your far away look in your eyes. Like, <laughs> I don't con- know what I'm going to do with my You've life. seen things. <laughs> it's just confusing because, like, I'll go clean the litter tray and I'm just confused as to how much poop isn't because he's not maybe george clooney's yes <laughs> pranking you like oh, he did man, that's the best story whatever the other actor he pranked what is it? Oh, okay so george clooney was friends with an actor whose name i can't remember who the actor is i'm sure i know their name i yeah. just can't remember who it was and he was living at their house for a bit matt damon sure let's just say matt damon <laughs> so george clooney was there. living <laughs> living on matt damon's couch for like a week say and um george clooney started playing a prank where he would wake up in the middle of the night and empty the litter tray every night so that Matt Damon thought his cat was really constipated. So he took the cat to the vet after like a few days of being like, my cat has not shit. Like, and it can't have gone anywhere because like the house is spotless and yeah, hasn't yeah. been outside. So, and George Clean was like, yeah, man, I don't know what's going on. Like, that's fucked. <laughs> Super weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Matt Damon took his cat to the vet and the vet was like, it seems to be okay, but here's a whole bunch of cat laxatives. <laughs> and then George Clooney, so that Matt Damon was like, oh yeah, I took... Cat to the vet, he gave me a whole bunch of cat laxatives. George Clooney was like, yeah, yeah, that should be sweet. And then George Clooney got up in the middle of the night and took a giant shit in the litter tray himself. Oh, what? And then the next <laughs> day... story took a turn. <laughs> and then the next day, um, it's just, they were just mates. It was like, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> a classic Clooney prank right there. Now clean it up. <laughs> yeah, well, another classic Clooney prank is in the first season of Roseanne where George Clooney is a recurring character. Mm-hmm. He put a photo of his dick wearing Groucho Marx glasses on the fridge in, and everyone was just like, <laughs> classic Clooney. What the fuck? That's a sex crime. Yeah. It's not even a prank. Like, Oh, that's pretty funny if you go onto set and there's just a picture of a dick wearing glasses on the fridge. Yeah, but doesn't a prank involve rusing someone? 
I saw that. We I should just... all take photos of our genitals, put it on Samet's fridge, see if he notices. Yes. Well, no, because it's a set. So I guess the ruse is like they're acting and like Roseanne Barr goes to open the fridge and there's just a dick in front oh, of her I face. Oh, I see it. And she's like, ah, oh, I wonder if you could see it in some scenes. I, I've watched the first season of Roseanne from start to finish and I knew that story and did not see a dick in it. That's a shame. Oh, that's a no. They only you... reshot it. <laughs> yeah, did you do it for the sake of that story? I have a Roseanne box set. Okay, that's still not answering the question. She'll do <laughs> everyone <laughs> hero. True every man. Um, favorite, favorite, favorite talking dog or animal movie? It's not always talking dogs. Babe, <gasps> babe, so babe's, good. Babe's a classic. Yeah. Babe, and I've, I'm sh- sure I've said this before to uh, you know most of you here, but Babe is great if you rewatch it with the understanding that it's about the farmer, not Babe, discovering that all of his animals are alive and have personality. <laughs> the amount of times it's like a scene of him looking out the window as fucking he sees his pig, sheep, and duck conversing. <laughs> And then he's like, his wife, Magda Zabansky, is like, is, is everything all right? And he's like, I just, I just, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's amazing. And then, like, the last scene where he bonds with Babe is where he basically is like, all right, this pig's alive. Babe, we've got to win this horse competition or whatever, dog competition. Babe rules. It's a great it's, film. Yeah, it's a tough one to get by, isn't it? Because like, if you're I, a farmer, you're like, what have I been doing I, my entire life? I know. like, he just, I'm a murderer. It's like, but it's like he's so... Like, real with his responses because he's like, I'm going crazy. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's not like really a movie about a baby pig that learns that he can be a sheepdog. It, it, it just tricks you into thinking that. It's about a farmer it's who's a farmer's like. deep descent into madness. I actually have acceptance. no idea how the world works. Oh, God, what is my terrifying <laughs> new life? I've never seen Babe Pig in the City, but I want to. Apparently, it's. <laughs> it's real dark, I've heard. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. I think there's a dog suicide in it. I think so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you Far just sold out. me on that movie. <laughs> you know the babes directed by the guy who did Mad Max, mm. yeah. yeah. George Miller. I did know that and then I forgot it and now you said that and I remembered that I knew that. Yeah, we're all on the same page again. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, in my head, babe is just Mad Max for kids. <laughs> it's not. It is not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's real different. Um, Happy Feet as well, he directed. Yeah, and Happy Feet too. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that's an animated film where the animals. So we're not talking about that. None of that fucking table. From the record, another classic uh, uh, movie where an animal talks, but it isn't an animated film like Homeward Bound, is Stuart Little. (gasps) Yeah. Why does Stuart Little always get in trouble with the mob? Why does Stuart Little on a soccer team? He doesn't own a soccer No, why is he on the soccer (laughs) team? On the soccer team. It does seem poorly thought out. I've got to be honest. Why would. Well, you pick ha- him on the team. So, Zoe, 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 cool. Zoe, chum, you've got a little mouse, man. He deserves the same rights as everyone else. But sport should be based on who is physically the best. Are all mice in that film sentient, like yes. Stuart Little? Because yeah. his family come over and Stuart Little No, too, they're not his family. They're the mob. Yeah, that's his Stuart Little mouse. too, yeah. They're mob so mice. mob yeah. mice. Is that two or one? That's one. Yeah. In two, he gets in trouble with a hitman. So Here's a just... weird thing about those mice, and I agree with you, Zoe. He shouldn't be playing soccer because you just stand on him with your soccer cleats. Yeah, and I just don't think that it's mouse safe. Man. It's not. And his I wasn't allowed to play soccer because I'm asthmatic. A mouse shouldn't be let on the team. <laughs> it seems very dangerous. <laughs> those parents honest. are so negligent that they're like, "Oh, Stuart, yeah, whatever. I'll send my mouse in there." And like Stuart could ever do anything, like if you were that soccer team, you'd be like, "That mouse is the worst player." Does he be... have his own room in the movie? Yeah. That he should have a box. <laughs> he doesn't need a whole room. He's That's so insensitive. small. No, no. But I got to. But it, in terms of the sporting thing, though, like, I'm sure they could have picked a sport that was more appropriate to a well, mouse. Maybe he really wanted. To, what's a more appropriate to a mouse? Rugby. <laughs> <laughs> Mazes. 
Um, yeah. But like track and field. In that movie, if you're Trackers. in the orphanage, how unhappy would you be that the mouse got chosen and you did? How did the mouse end up at the orphanage? Somebody put him up. Mice are alive <laughs> in that movie. But then shouldn't there be more people with adopted mice kids? So many more. Stuart Little <laughs> shouldn't be... Really, unique. what they have is a pet that they've dressed up. That's like the same as me calling my cat my son. No, but it's like if your cat could speak and had the voice of um, fucking Michael J. J. Fox. My cat wouldn't have the voice of Michael J. Fox. Zebra Stripes is another great... Racing Stripes. Racing is Stripes? Frankie oh. Muniz. There's a fly in that. Yeah. Who is a person? What? Yeah. Yeah, he's okay, a fly. Okay, I've not seen that. He lives that is... on a, a zebra. Racing Stripes, he came out early 2000s, <laughs> using my special skill again. He's got Hayden Panettiere, yep. as, but she's a little girl in it. And yeah. Frankie Muniz voices said zebra, who Fuck, just wants to race. Good. And he does. Do they, is the whole kind of plot of that movie that they're like, zebras cannot horse race. <laughs> You're so a real... zebra, not a horse. And in the end, he wants to be a horse? He just wants to race. Can't you just paint him? No one would know. Is that what you happens? You can't paint an animal and then be like, run, and expect it to be well. <laughs> Depends on the paint. Yeah. <laughs> if you use poster paint, probably not. But if you use, like, What if I shaded, shaded it in with, like, a pastel? <laughs> then you are working on that white stripe for a very long no, time. Hey, like, why does it have to be the white stripe? Why can't you go and yeah, paint the... Yeah, I was going to the... go for, for black. It's easier to cover black, white with black than cover black with white. That's what I said. You didn't. Yes, I... What? <laughs> yes, gaslighting me? That's exactly what I said. Dusha, back me up. Uh, I wasn't listening, but it sounds like there was some sort of recording of this. When you listen back, listeners, you will know how fucking right I was. So your your view was to immediately make it black. Is your view? Yeah, the racing animal. No, look to immediately paint it black. That's racist. Choice was. It's hard to paint a black stripe white. Everyone will know. You want to keep your zebra fucking hidden from the race king? Yeah, people saying white stripes and painted black, (laughs) which are two music related things. I just need to point that out. Because it was bugging me. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> I want to talk about Stuart Little some more. Yep. Stuart Little's mob parents live inside of a uh, mini golf castle, but clearly people use that mini golf place. So are they legally living there? Squatting. No, they're probably squatters. Squatters' rights. What? Are... Do mice have rights in this universe? Yeah, it's. I don't know if the world building's been done thoroughly in this yeah. universe. To be honest, it's. I don't think mice have rights. Also, birds are alive because of number two. I mean, so, all animals are alive. So all animals, all animals talking that. Yeah, I think so. But they have a dog. The family has a dog and a cat, and the cat is Keeps alive trying, but can't yeah. wear pants. It's real strange. Stuart's allowed to is wear that pants. A requirement? <laughs> I don't think Stuart. I think Stuart has to wear. I don't think he, he gets to. I don't think a cat wants. What's pants. the difference between adopting a mouse then and then just having a pet? Zoe, if you want us to start calling Stringer Bell your son, we can. <laughs> That's what all this is about. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. yes. I already Absolutely. called him my son. <laughs> but if you want us on board... Whatever, join in, don't. won't change how I feel about him. He's still my baby. Um, I was thinking of another uh, talking animal movie, but... Uh, oh, what the fuck was it? It's like Homeward Bound, but not. Like a, like a rip-off of Homeward Milo Bound. Milo and Otis? Yeah! Milo really? and Otis, the greatest tragedy movie there ever is. Milo and Otis, child... I mean, not child abuse... Maybe it was Zoe. It was definitely animal abuse. Animal abuse. abuse. Do you know the story of Milo and Otis? Do do either of you know the film Milo and Otis? I know the film. I've never watched it. Yeah, it's a pop. Oh, no, wait. No, I remember all of it came flooding back. (laughs) So Milo and Otis. Perfect. I get to sit here. I want to hear this. Milo and Otis is not the film you think it is. Milo and Otis is actually um, clips from another film 
re-edited together, and a narration has been put over them. What? Yep. The other film is a Japanese film called The Adventures of Erito, or The Adventures of Aito, I'm not sure. And it's about the cat. Now, that Japanese film, right, is one of the most notorious cases of filmed animal abuse in the world. Because uh, they did terrible things like put a mama cat and her babies down and then like an adder the snake just like film that shit they killed cats like left right and center they killed there's a scene in Milo Notice where there's a bear and they put a pug up against the bear and the <laughs> the bear stands on the pug and you can actually see the pug die in Milo Notice and they cut next to the next scene there's a scene where they throw a cat <laughs> off a cliff and it cuts to the next scene it's clearly a different cat People are still trying to find the creator of the adventures of Ito or whatever it is, but he's like disappeared. And then in the 80s, they see this film, which is like systematic animal abuse and are like, let's, let's get someone to narrate it, a notorious drunk, give him the scenes and he can just create a narrative from it. And that's everyone's classic childhood film, Milo and Otis. It's amazing. That's good as. It, you can find the whole uh, original, the adventures of Ito, whatever it is on YouTube, if you... Want to be sad? <laughs> anyway, that's. I am kind of want. intrigued, to be honest. It's and very it's fascinating. Not... Like the sequence, it's the kind of thing that you would love to see, like a documentary. You know, like they made like yeah. that documentary about the making of the Adventures of Superman or whatever with Nicolas Cage, where they were like, "Here's a film that never got made, but how amazing!" Oh, I thought you were going to be like, and it's like that documentary, The Killing Fields. Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. And I was like, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. well, I mean, that too. But <laughs> wouldn't you love to see one that just like, what happens? How does it go yeah. from like this traumatic, awful, illegal film to someone in the 80s being like kids? Well, I feel like back in the day, the whole animal cruelty thing wasn't as big a deal as it is now. In Cannibal Holocaust, like, there's a scene be. where a real life turtle just gets blown up and it's on, no, torn apart, maybe. Stabbed a bunch, I think. Yeah, it dies. It dies. It <laughs> dies on camera. It dies one way or the other. It, yeah. It goes from being unalive when they film the scene and you're watching the scene to dead and you see it all and people are like, hmm. But it's kind of like if someone saw a snuff film and we're like, hmm, we can edit this into a family friendly <laughs> yeah. 48 minutes. That's the funny part of it was family friendly because, I mean, have you seen Apocalypse Now? 
Yes. You know the ending where they chop the yeah. beast's head? Like that's real. Yeah, they actually, they, did, they that. actually yeah. did that. Yeah. That, which is like a very sharp knife, I've got to be honest. That's mm. impressive. To yeah, get it just, in one. How could you do that on film? Like, is it, you cannot do that anymore. But it's, it's also like, imagine they got head. Cannibal Holocaust and were like, all the animal scenes, <laughs> combine them to make a, an adventure about a dog and a cat. I'm going to do that. But not Cannibal Holocaust because there's not that many animal scenes in it. Another movie where animals you can get... find another animal snuff film and then edit it into I'm going to find a film that's got lots of animals in it that mm-hmm. bad things may be happening and I'll just edit it into a family-friendly story. That's good. Can um, anybody remember the name of the Milo... No, uh, no the Milo Notice, the Homeward Bound sequel? Homeward Bound to something, something New York, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they're in LA, I thought. Anyway. I've only ever seen All Dogs Go to Heaven 2 and never the first one. That's an animated film, though. So. Don't talk about no, it. Not, not again, you keep trying to sneak it in, doesn't he? Do yeah. you guys remember Napoleon? Yeah! Napoleon was my favourite when I was a kid. That was so good. That was an Australian that film. That was an Australian one about a little Labrador who gets lost on an island. And he gets. He falls in a... Falls a in hot a, air balloon. Yeah, in a hot air balloon that takes him to oh, an I island. Remember I remember And he has to now. find his way home with the help of a frill neck lizard yep. and a duck. I think a galah. A galah. You're right. It is a galah. <laughs> and, and everyone will remember this. Kangaroo. Remember the kangaroo? And he's in the fucking pouch. Yes. And the kangaroo sings a song about being a kangaroo. Uh-huh. Shit, yes. Milo and Napoleon. Everybody, I'm expecting listeners that you guys are cataloging these. <laughs> this is too typing fu- away, be a, furiously typing. This is going to be a great podcast for some people and <laughs> nothing for anyone else. Kangaroo Jack is the kangaroo animated. I no, can't remember. oh yes, kangaroo's animated, so but he does doesn't it... talk. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right. And in fact, the trailers were incredibly misleading because they showed the a one clip scene. that yeah. is a hallucination. Where the dinosaur, the dinosaur, the kangaroo talk. Where the dinosaur park. <laughs> that is very misleading. <laughs> It's, oh, it's, that movie lying. was like that's just blatantly lying it was one of the most disappointing films of my childhood because I was like I want to see an animated kangaroo in a jacket sick and then I watched it and it's like it's it's terrible plus in that film they're like they go to Alice Springs and it's basically a cowboy town because <laughs> <You're like, "Alice laughs> it's Americans that made it it's yeah. an American film that they're like that's probably there's Australian. Australian actors in it so surely someone was like you guys know Alice Springs is like a city yeah <laughs> like it's not a great city <laughs> but it's a city <laughs> we, we technically have to call it that <gasps> yeah who's doing history oh that's me alright give us the history <laughs> okay, I decided well, previously and I wasn't paying attention <laughs> I uh okay there's not a lot of history for this it's a fairly Being recent fair. ph- phenomenon so can I like what about like the history of talking animals in general? Because yeah, yeah, that's lot. fine. Yeah, you know, I mean, you got, sure. You know, like start uh, with the Bible. The the Bible, I guess, is I didn't realize they was there talking animals. No, there the are snake, there. snake, the snake, off to say. Yeah, the snake, the okay. big one. That's a pretty big the one. Yeah, original okay. sin. Hey, <laughs> yeah. this apple, nah, oh, Lola will. Whoops, whoops. Classic yeah. talking animal classic, film. That's classic shenanigans. Although uh, probably not the oldest, technically, because then you've got like all of the like Little Red Riding Hood and stuff. When was that? I feel like that was. I feel significantly like... after the Bible, but <laughs> okay, all right, fine. Let's do it again. How about like uh, all those ancient like myths and stuff? I'm which, sure. Do like, they have talking animals in them. I don't know. Probably Probably. Everybody, like, from since caveman times has looked yeah. at, like, a bird and been like, what if it could say hey? Yeah, that's a wonder. Someone pointed out, like, the, the ancient Greek ones mm. where it's got, like, centaurs and stuff. I don't think that's a talking animal, possibly, but, like, you did notice those, they were pretty lazy because they would just look at, like, they would make the mythological creatures by just looking at animals and just combining <laughs> them together. It's so great to imagine, like, like, this, was... like, an ancient Greek guy in, in a toga and he's, like, eating an apple and he kind of, like, looks at a horse and he's like... <laughs> Looks over at a man. He's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, looks at the horse. Looks at his mate, and he's like, same. <laughs> what if? It's same. <laughs> it's same. Oh, it's oh, same. Oh, and everyone's like, genius. <laughs> look this at is literally the first person that's done that. <laughs> yeah. so, look at a man. Look at a goat. 
Same. Same. <laughs> I think we just stole a joke from the walk boy just <laughs> Damn. Oh, God. All right. I'm it's my life. Everyone, classic. please Man. watch the walk boy and let us know if we stole a joke. And if not, <laughs> enjoy a classic Australian cinema. And then hop on the walk boy too. Return to Mykonos. Kings of Mykonos. Kings of Mykonos. Oh, Get God, it right. I need to see this film. She's very defensive about it. He's got <laughs> a lot of heart in that film. Yeah. We'll talk walk films after because I recently watched My Big Fat Greek Wedding too. And I've also seen that. I had a time. I'm a white boy. I don't know why I've seen all of Is that these. good? No. Yeah, no. it's fine. It's a lot better than Kings of Mykonos. Yeah, it's, it's actually like I had a good giggle. I also watched it with my yaya, so I was like... I would like to fucking point out the backflip you just did. <laughs> yeah, no. Is it good? Not? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's great. I watched it with my yaya. <laughs> no, if I watched it on my own, I probably would have been like... Eh. But mm. I watched it with my yaya and I had a really fun time watching it with... With her, because she kept, every time they'd be like, protect the Pulaki, and he should stare at me with daggers in her eyes. <laughs> and then I had a good giggle, because, ah, lol. What's a Pulaki? <laughs> Vagina. Vagina. All right. How do you know? Because I've seen the film. Yeah. Also, well, I'm Greek. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a big fascination with that <laughs> culture. Well, that, um, okay, well, but to go with the movies thing, you know, so yeah. then we got that. Then uh, Animal Farm uh, is the yeah. novel. So before it was <gasps> hey, the cartoon. that's right. That's communist pigs. Communist <laughs> pigs, yeah. Those guys end up in a house in pants. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's where communism takes you. <laughs> you think you're just a pig in a barn? Guess what, motherfucker? You're, you're a pig in a pants. With forks. <laughs> Are they putting the pigs. on. Huh? But only the pigs. Yeah, only yeah. the pigs. Good legs four, two legs bad. Hey, did we call. Communist pigs, communist pigs before Animal Farm, or is that a new thing? I think that is a good question. I think it was. I don't know. <laughs> when was Animal Farm? Maybe? It was George Orwell. Yeah, George. So it must be like 30s. George Orwell writing one of those novels where 50s. you're like, okay, George, sure. You know what I mean? You're like, that's so on the nose. That whole novel, it's just like one big metaphor. That's not clever. Well, Calling you out, George Orwell. You not- <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna rise it's a from bold his grave. Angle, I gotta say, fuck you up. I'm calling you out, Animal Farm. Not that clever. And you know what? Hamlet, that was based on stuff before then as well. Uh, fuck you, Shakespeare. <laughs> That's it. I've had enough. I think you're so smart with your bubbles and your other words that you made up. Well done. Made no the word bubbles? Yeah. But like, for real, Animal Farm, are we impressed? A bit. It's a pretty well-written book. <laughs> and it is like well-talked about. I guess. Oh, yeah. But that, but like, It's still relevant in books. today's culture. Which That's is... like if I made a book. Here's, here's what Animal Farm is. I make a book and it's uh-huh. like there are the chickens in the barn. And the chickens think that the ducks, um, they don't like them. They should put them in camps. And guess what? The chickens are Nazis. That's Animal Farm. I thought you were going to go a bit more dramatic with that, but that's... Uh, uh, you were talking Gas about... the ducks! I was thinking, once you said chickens in farms, I started thinking about Chicken Run, which is a film I'm not allowed to talk about today. <laughs> Dusha, but... damn it! <laughs> Those are the rules! God! Tell Dusha, you're, you're a... <laughs> you're a sneaky one. Eh? You're a bit of a rebel. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, anyway, that's... My little rant about calling George Orwell out. Yes. Do you have any problems with the other books? No, they're fine. None of them are just like a metaphor. He wrote 1984, didn't he? Yeah. 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 That's good. Which is pretty good. That scarred me, that book. Also, it's scarily accurate. Oh, Mm. it's extremely accurate. Getting a little political here and shut up a second. Bring it back. Talking (laughs) animals. Bring it back. Oh, no. Help. We can never be culturally relevant. (laughs) If we do, we all die. Do you remember, because Jack and I went to high school <laughs> together switch. to reiterate for everyone who's ever listened to this show, having to do Animal Farm in high school. Yeah, I do. Mean, did you guys do Animal Farm in high school? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if you guys, our, our project on Animal Farm was just to make like a militant poster. 
Really? For for like animal farm, like one of those like red either, powers. Sort of yeah, pose, either yeah. like a pro or anti animal farm poster, and mine was just about breaking horses' legs to make glue. <laughs> I got an A plus on that. So that's awesome. I just like, I, I mean, dead horses. We love it, but <laughs> <laughs> cannot get enough. I just like because I can't imagine what that poster is in relation to Animal it. Farm, so I just imagine just like a there's poster. a little pig at the Cut bottom that. being like it was like his speech bubble being like we break horses' legs to make glue. Ah, that is good. And then they're like, A plus, oh, you're so smart, you're going to go far with your life. And I proved I them wrong. <laughs> Got you. Usually people say that when they're saying positively. <laughs> I ended getting... up a little bit less than what people expected of me. <laughs> I ended up like significantly less. People thought I was going to do great things. Ha ha ha, gotcha. Jokes <laughs> on you, nerds. Um, anybody got animal in the films? That's facts. Because facts? facts tend to come. That's what I meant. Animals in the films, facts. <laughs> it's just gonna, Let him finish his sentence. It's yeah. an ideologically confusing episode. It is very strange, to be honest, yeah. So he's got a note. Oh, no, wait. I'm, I'm writing notes. Wait, I'm if we're doing history, though, I do have to mention Mr. Ed. Yeah! That's obviously... Love that guy. Yes. A horse that can talk, of course. Of course! Of course. <laughs> of course? That's yeah. the, no! You ever heard the Damn theme it, song, Grusha? <laughs> what? That's the theme song. It's like, a horse that can talk, of course. Of course. A horse that can talk. Of course. Oh, wait. No, I do know that song. Of course. I just love that. It's like, a horse that can talk. Of course. <laughs> Did you know that in Mr. Ad, and maybe you're going to say this. I'm sorry if I've stolen this. But and then they they go, they join, um, they become like spies for the military. I really? I that. I, because, yeah. Spy horse. Great film. <laughs> um, a Sans Prince production. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I remember, because I actually watched, used to watch Mr. Ed a little bit when I was a kid. I don't yeah. know why. Because it was on repeats on Channel 9. Yeah. That's probably why. This episode's been brought to you by Channel 9. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's, it gets like, it's it's funny because like most of the scenes in Mr. Ed is just him in a barn, just yeah. making, trying to eat peanut butter because that's how they made him talk. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that was my only fact. <laughs> yeah. That's everyone's only fact. It's yeah. Mr. Ed, I think. Um, so I got super distracted by Zoe riding. What are you riding? Nothing, I'm drawing Jeez. a cat. How paranoid is he? <laughs> I know, I could see it happening too. Story? He's like, Anna, uh, mm. I'm drawing a what? cat. I'm saying about. I've just got like sensory overload. I don't know what's going on with me right <laughs> You've had now. Too much You're caffeine. crashing from the caffeine, probably now. <laughs> Maybe you need more. You have been I slightly do. quieter this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I? Have <laughs> <laughs> I? Uh oh. Paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> what was in that coffee? Yes, <laughs> 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 yes, Mr. Rudd. Oh yeah. Um. I've got this really weird association between Mr. Ed and Thunderbirds as well. I don't know why. <laughs> that's maybe they're choice. Okay, that's maybe strange. they're on one after the other. No, nah, Thunderbirds used to be on at six thirty a.m. on Saturday mornings. Mm. What about Horace the Talking Mule? Oh, yeah. Is that about... a spin-off of Doctor Ed? No, Doctor <laughs> Ed. <laughs> horse oh got my. a fucking PhD in the middle. Doctor Spy Horse. <laughs> the sequel to Spy Horse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Uh, could other animals talk in Mr. Ed? No, no just Mr. Ed. Just Mr. Ed, right. Not okay. Dr. Ed. What was I his mean, voice? I, he kind of had like a, Arr! like that. Like, ima- how you imagine a horse talking? <laughs> Hello, it's me, a horse. Is it like a southern kind voice? Of. Hi there, it's me, a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the show would have lasted that long if that was the voice. <laughs> it's Certainly. me, Mr. Ed. G'day. Hey, how you doing? It's me, Mr. Ed. G'day. That's an Australianism, Jackson, <laughs> yeah. stupid idiot. How do you much money Yo. do you reckon they would have put when this show started Yo. that it was going to end with us pr- attempting Mr. Ed accents? <laughs> they were like, we want a bunch well, of nerds boy. in Melbourne to try and just do a bunch of well, fucking horse voices. Well, I do not know what you mean there, boy. Is that how Mr. Ed I said? don't know, but Hi I'm there. just going to keep going with Mr. Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed. 
I mean, if a horse could talk, I feel like that's... Of course. He'd have a central Barry White voice. <laughs> is this going to play hey, his voice? It's, it's I don't know. Mr. Oh, my God. All of Mr. Ed's on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Matthew McConaughey voice horses. horses. <gasps> Matthew McConaughey voice... That's just lion sounds. <laughs> yeah. Dusha, what? Wait. That lion killed a bunch of people two days after they filmed that, by the way. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah. Live fast, die young. Yeah. <laughs> Leave a good-looking course. Tell Dusha is having... Of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse... Were you thinking trouble for copyright? <laughs> Almost definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Take us down, Mr. <laughs> Ad Propriety Limited. Anyway, I played that because at the start... You hear his voice, but then you yelled over the top of it because you're like, "Lion killed a man!" So what is the voice then? Oh, all right, I'm nah. play it. no, 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 no. Nah, it's, it's fine. It, no, no, I'll play it. It will it take. I'm sure. Long. I reckon I was. Pretty Look, nice. all right. Here's a lion that killed people later. Look, there we go, Zoe. There's your fact from before. And then we get Mr. Red's voice. Hello, <laughs> I'm Mr. Red. Mr. Red sounds I'm like Mr. your Ed. nice neighbor. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's wearing a le- red sweater and giving you candy. I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> Stop he sounds real nice. slow. <laughs> like he's like, no, hi nice. there. I'm Mr. Ed. He sounds like Mr. Rogers. Like they, uh, Mr. Rogers is his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah it kind of reminds me. Like red sweater candy. <laughs> yeah, fair. I like him. I wish I had. I guess his voice before. had to go with the horse's mouth, though, so it probably might be a bit disjointed. Oh, that's why it's slow. Yeah, we've got to wait for the horse to be like. Quick, cram as much as we can. In. <laughs> Fuck! Imagine if it was just real disjointed. Like, <laughs> hi, my <laughs> name is Mister Ed. It's such commitment. <laughs> the perfect television. Show. Um, I don't think we can get sued for copyright because entire episodes are on YouTube. As we'll be fine. Started. Yeah. Plus, I mean... if we get into a legal battle with whoever legally owns Mister Ed, that's awesome. I hope <laughs> they bring the court to court, the horse to court, <laughs> the court to court. <laughs> Tennis courts in court. <laughs> Horses in courts. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where we are anymore. I I was, I, I, what's your fact? fact? Your fact is that Mr. Ed had peanut butter in his mouth. Yeah. To talk. You had another fact that the MGM lion killed people two days <laughs> later. He's running low now. Yeah. Give me another fact. Animal fact, though. Damn it, Dusha. <laughs> um, the the uh, yeah. So initially peanut butter. Now just CGI. Mm-hmm. Ah, um, also, not just peanut butter, peanut butter and strings tied to the animal's mouth so they could move it. <laughs> wow. Sad. Yeah. But I lost. It was a different time back then. I prefer it. was it. the 80s, guys. Calm down. <laughs> that was the 80s? In a talking animal movie, I prefer it when the, the animal actually doesn't, like, it's like it's it's implied to be telepathic. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's my, you know, like the, the, the animal who's talking yeah, now. Yeah. Like that with the babies. Baby geniuses. Baby geniuses too. Something, something, something. I can't remember what the subtitle of that film is. They might have dogs in it. They often have dogs in it. Not looking who's talking now did have dogs in it. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was did about the dogs. Did the dogs talk? Yeah. That's a, yeah that's They're the funny. ones who are talking now. Look. Look who's talking. Look who's talking oh, I thought, to. And, and then the talking, talking now. now, which is, yeah, all right. Yeah, I got yeah, confused yeah. in the order of the Look Who's Talking trilogy. <laughs> trilogy. <laughs> I remember, and this is a weird memory to have. When I was a kid, I watched Look Who's Talking and Baby's Day Out in the space of like a few days and then thought that as a baby, I probably had adventures. Fuck, that's the best. I didn't, though, because my parents <laughs> looked after me. Baby's yeah. Day Out is, like, an amazing film. Like, it is it is a piece of cinema. I remember loving it as a kid and getting it on VHS. I had it on VHS as well. Yeah. That what? baby gets... Oh, he gets into shenanigans. I remember... Ex- Does a man fuck a gorilla in that movie? Probably not. Um, right. no, George of the Jungle, another talking animal film. What are the talking animals? The gorilla ah. talks to George. <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry. I got We're excited. skipping the movies. <laughs> Sorry. 
It's all in the movie yeah, section. No. <laughs> this episode is a movie it's section. It's all over the place. Um, uh, yeah, I, prefer, I much prefer it when the, the animal doesn't move its mouth. I think the moment it moves its mouth, it looks real bad. Like in Cats and Dogs. It <laughs> takes like, away from the illusion. It does. It ruins my immersion in the film. I'm brought out of the... You're like, animals can't talk. Usually. They can only be telepathic. That's a fact. <laughs> well, I'm like, if a dog is telepathic, I don't know. He could be. <laughs> I've never seen a dog talk with its mouth. What so... other things take you out of films? Uh, like, what are some pet peeves you have, considering you clearly must have very specific ones? That is a very specific <laughs> one, yes. Uh, other pet peeves with talking animals? No, 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 just films. Films in general. Films in general? Things that make you tap out. <laughs> make me tap out? Yeah. Um, um, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's, a short but very detailed list. <laughs> that's about the only thing that'll bring me out of a movie. Um, I was waiting for it to go like really racist there. For- <laughs> <laughs> My not. How many female leads? <laughs> <laughs> um, it needs to have one hate crime per film, or I'm not interested. Exactly. Yeah. American History X is. Your I love favorite. it. Yeah. <laughs> that was just wall to wall hate crime. No, 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 no. What do you prefer, American History X or Romper Stomper? Romper Stomper is also the name of a uh, child's uh, implement. Like a, a jumping gym. Jumping gym. What do you? But what is that? Jumping castle? No, the thing you hook on a baby's shoulders and it bounces. A bounce, like a jumping gym. A romper stomper? Yeah. But what is that? I think it's a romper. No, I know. (laughs) Stomper? (laughs) But what is it? Like Uh, an apple is a fruit and a romper stomper is a child's toy. Type of seat? I guess. (laughs) Type of seat. I like. like. A baby peripheral. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I said baby implement. (laughs) It's Gunny. a fungus. Ses- a fun- <laughs> it's just a fungus. Babies are all fungus. It's a fun accessory for your kid. Yeah, chuck yeah. him in a romper stomper. So I think that's why I prefer romper stomper because it's also a very harmless thing. <laughs> also, I think when I was a child, dad used to play a game where he would put my feet on his feet and walk me around and go romper stomper. So, Because your dad's a Nazi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got any films for us? Whoever's doing films? Are we doing facts though? I guess I'm done with facts. No more facts, Art. There was none anyway. It's fine. You stole my good one. The fact that Mr. Ed talks with peanut butter in his mouth is not a good fact. In this section of very small subcategory that we're on. It'll do. (laughs) Well, we've spoken about films pretty much the entirety of this, Mm -hmm. so it is kind of hard to focus on one particular thing, but I want you, Jackson Bailey, as you are the one, pitch me Stuart Little 3. Uh, Stuart Little 3 exists. Oh, it's animated! No! (laughs) (laughs) You absolute fuck! He keeps sneaking it in, doesn't he? That's three strikes. We're done. You're out. You're out. Fired. And on that note, (laughs) I've been Jackson Bailey. I've been Zoe Bellotta. I've been George DeMorellis. And Joel Dusher is also here. Yep, but uh, gone. In jail now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sick. Bye. (laughs) If you think this show is worth at least a dollar, why not donate to our Patreon account? Follow the links on our website, sanspantsradio.com. 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.